from veg to flowers and all things in between. The best gardening advice online from World Radio Gardening. Ken's top gardening tips will help you get your blossoms beautiful this season. So one of the things that's on the horizon in the near future is mandatory food waste collection in terms of domestic recycling schemes across England and Wales. And I know for some people it can often be a bit of a chore because they have a food caddy and it can sometimes smell during the summer. But there are other ways to do food waste recycling and to do it better and to do it with a much more better piece of kit. So I'm very pleased to say that Martin Richards from Agritron is joining me to discuss a product that they have. So Martin, tell us a bit about the product you have for food waste and how it helps with composting. Yeah, so we, uh, as a company, uh, Agritron sell Bakashi as a system in the UK. Um, So we are a company that uh, sells effective microorganisms, good bacteria, to be able to process food waste to be able to put back into the soil. Um, so as you were saying, Oliver, in respects to food waste, we all kind of think of this time of year of that smell of that chicken carcass or that rotten mm. kind of putrefaction that we we all smell in, the, in our food caddy wa- uh, waste bins. And that happens because of putrefaction. Now, putrefaction is very simple. It's just a, a, a process that's happening with the uh, proteins in that uh, product. Um, and it starts to rot and flies, maggots, etc. love that as a system and then start to decompose it. Um, Bakashi is very different because normally with a bin that you have from a council, it has a lot of air circulation, which increases that putrefaction. We use a system called anaerobic. So anaerobic is using uh, a system without any air at all. So it's actually a sealed bucket. um, And that bucket then gives us the opportunity to control what we're doing with that process. Um, so think about it from a Sunday roast and it's the easiest uh, thing to, to kind of understand. Now, I appreciate that there may be not meat eaters in, in, in this process, but, you know, we, have, we, we, we deal with uh, all sorts of things that we put into our food waste. And uh, the, the big one for me is actually uh, using a system where you're seeing your food waste going into a system. Actually, you think about, you know, how much money this is actually costing you. And one thing I found personally myself in respects to my food waste is that that has a value, that has a monetary value in, in respects to what we're wasting. So first things first, actually, you know, think about food as, as a resource for yourself. Um, and, you know, we want to, as a company, we want to emphasize that, you know, you should be really thinking about how, what that nutritional value is to you, but also, you know, how much waste you're, you're, you're wasting. Um, and I think you find generally with, uh, the councils that are picking up food waste separately, people kind of see it as out of sight, out of mind. So they don't really think about it as a process. Now, if you have a Bakashi bucket, you can put everything into it. So we're talking meat, fish, dairy, uh, cooks as well as uncooked and bones so everything can go into this process um so uh, the great thing about your your sunday roast is that you can put your your uh your scrapings in uh, from the the cooked waste but you can also put your peelings in from your 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 food prep all you're doing is you're layering up a system so you actually put in a layer of food waste into your bakashi bin and then you're using a product called um, uh, Bakashi Bran. So Agriton make uh, a Bakashi Bran with uh, a product called Effective Microorganisms. 
Um, so actually, Bakashi uh, stands for fermentation. Um, it's a Japanese word, um, and it was designed as a system in, in Japan uh, by a guy called Dr. Higa. Um, so if anyone wants to do some research, there's a, a group called EMRO that are based in Japan. They're the ones that kind of developed the technology in respects to, to, uh, to the Bakashi process. Um, but actually, it's really simple. You All you're doing is you're layering up food waste and then Bakashi brand. It's just a sprinkle. Um, so we sell 16-litre buckets, and you would need about 400 grams, roughly, of Bakashi brand. Um, but in the end, when you finish the brat process, uh, all you do is you leave it for two weeks. Um, and then inside that bucket, the microbes will start doing the work to break down the structure of, of, of that Bakashi uh, product. So just to make you aware, though, this is not compost. So people do get confused sometimes and come back to us and go, oh, it hasn't worked. Think of it like sauerkraut. So if you put a cabbage into uh, into into a sauerkraut system, a cabbage is still a cabbage. Um, but actually, um, that nutritional value in the sauerkraut is actually more. So you get more calories um, so more energy in a sauerkraut system. And it's exactly the same for the system when it comes to fermentation using Bakashi food waste. So think about that as your own body. We need calories to survive. We need energy to survive. And now what you're doing is you're creating uh, a pre-digested food for that sore food web. Um, so after the two weeks, um, we we would recommend to, uh, uh, to, to uh, there's a little tap at the bottom to get the leachate out of it. The leachate has is teeming with microbes. It's actually the, the liquid from, um, uh, from the actual breakdown of the structure. So if you have a big vegetable diet, you will find that you'll get quite a lot of liquid at the, uh, the bottom. Don't worry, it's not a, a bad thing. It's just obviously what you put into it will depend on what the output is the other side. Um, and when you uh, 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 you have that um, that leachate at the bottom, that's a really good uh, little product um, because it's full of microorganisms. So we recommend to either dilute it. So it's a one to one hundred. It's a really low pH. Um, so just to be uh, wary, it's not something you would put directly onto a plant's uh, neat. You just use it as spray. But it becomes a microbiome for the for like a foliar fertilizer uh, foliar spray. So you just spray it onto the leaf canopy and then it will stop things like uh, black fly and any other predator trying to kind of land on those leaves. Um, but if you if you live in a block of flats and you haven't, you know, maybe you've used quite a lot on your house plants and you, you've, you've got a, a loads left, put it down in drain. So it actually becomes a really good drain cleaner as well. So if you've got a lot of fat and debris in your drains, those microbes will see that as a food source and actually will start to break down uh, any kind of you know fat residue that you have in, in your pipes. Um, so, you know, the process itself is is uh, is very simple, um, but, uh, you know, don't think of it as compost. It's not compost the other side. Right. Okay. So it's not compost. So you described the bucket, the Bakashi bucket that you sell, which is like a, a kind of large food caddy. It's got a lid on it. You put your items in it. And then there's a stand with a tap that drains at the bottom, similar to a water pump, for example. Um, so how much does that bucket retail at? So it does uh, depend on uh, the design. We do uh, sort of three different designs. They start from about £55 all the way up to £100. We do domestic, but we also do commercial ones as well. So the buckets we normally sell are 16 litres, but we do go up to 120 litre uh, sizes. So if you are, you know, a community project or, you know, you're a restaurant, et cetera, we, we also can do, uh, do it in large scale. That's really interesting. That's good. And they can get it through your website, can't they? Yeah. So if you go to Agaton Direct. 
um uh, so agritondirect.com that's our online website but we also do have retailers in, in the uk as well um so if you get in contact with us um on our agriton direct you can go and see your local retailer we've got a couple in the southwest and and we have more retailers coming on board this year that's excellent that's good now you said there right so so you're producing uh, a liquid that comes out the bottom which can be watered down to use as a plant feed now what are you left with in terms of the, the substrate inside the bucket after that yeah so the, the actual product itself uh, is a fermented product so if you put a chicken carcass into this process it is a chicken carcass the other side and i think uh, i just need to manage people's expectations because there is a smell but it's not a bad smell. So uh, the way that I manage people's expectations, think about your Sunday roast again. Think about the sun that we've had for the last couple of weeks and that putrefaction. Now, I know that what that smells like after a couple of days in, in the sun, it's it's a very awful smell. Um, now think about um, kind of brewing and that kind of uh, like a cider, cider vinegar kind of smell. Because it's a low pH, um, it does have a, a, a smell to it, but it's more yeasty uh, in, in respect to smell. I um, I personally don't find it offensive, but I like to p- manage people's expectations when it comes to, to, to the actual smell. But uh, the reason why I say that is that when you open that bucket, you will still see that chicken carcass in, in there. It will be exactly the same as, uh, as what you see. But think about it like a pickled onion. If you uh, pick a, a pickle an onion, uh, after a couple of weeks, if you took that onion out, it still had a, would have that crisp kind of uh, texture to it. The longer you leave that onion, then obviously the less that structure is 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 there. So just to make you aware, if you leave it in that bucket for a uh, for a long period of time, because it's it can be it can uh, you can leave it in there for near enough forever in respects to that, that process, it will just keep breaking down that structure. Now, uh, we always recommend to do uh, to cut things up to sort of five cent- five centimeter chunks, uh, just to make it easier for then uh, then the next start uh, start of a process. Um, so we're calling this a soil amendment. So this is a a fertilizer for the soil food web, not for the soil to begin with. So we forget sometimes uh, that soil is is not just relying on NPK, so nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. You know, as gardeners, um, people do get very hung up on, you know, this is what this is what we need to have in our soils. This is, you know, what what's so important. But actually think about it from your own personal point of view. You don't just need carbohydrates, proteins and fats. You also need minerals and vitamins to be able to uh, for your gut biome to to break down that um, those foods. So um, if people are not aware of this, this may be a big shock to them. But as a human, you don't eat your microbes eat. So actually in your gut, you have a microbiome yourself, very similar to the soil. And uh, what happens in that process is that if your gut biome is is fed well um, and every um, uh, every gut is is very different um, and there's lots of research in, in, in respects to, to that, it's exactly the same when it comes to soil. So what you can do with that, um, that, food, where, uh, that food kind of source through the bakashi is you can now then have it as a pre-digested food for the soil. So, um, you know, I go back to the old fashioned terms of, of a kind of healthy soil. It's a really simple process. Stick a spade into your soil uh, and then get a, a, get a spade up and see how many worms are there. Worms will find food. That's what they're looking for. And actually, you know, it, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the, the listeners out there will, will know that uh, wormeries, et cetera, are really important um, for worm castings and obviously, you know, the, uh, for the, 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 the kind of, you know, the, the nutrients in the soil 
but actually as a good example of you know understanding what's going on with um with your own soil dig a uh, dig a, a, a spade into it and then count the worms so you should be seeing you know in a perfect scenario even in any you know any kind of substrate um uh, soil even clay soil you should be looking at roughly between eight and ten worms per spade 15 is is really good um so if you're not seeing that they need food as well as uh you know as well as we do so actually putting that pre-digested food into that soil so food uh food waste um will encourage those worms to then want to feed in that area and what you find is that actually within a couple of weeks that chicken carcass you've put in won't be a chicken carcass anymore it'll just be salt <laughs> so could you add that substrate to a compost heap if you've got that going as well yeah so um uh in a perfect scenario we would always recommend to 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 retain those nutrients and and dig a trench into your soil put the uh the food uh the cashew food waste into the soil um and then uh, cover it over um just to make you aware it is still food so if you've got um you know dogs and etc make sure it's deep we know we recommend it you know to dig it deep because it still still has a smell to it um but if you haven't got the room you can make yourself a little saw factory in a in a little uh, little box so um for people that are in apartments etc just grab some old potting soil or um you know any any kind of uh poor living co- you know compost with no life in it and then just add it to that potting compost and what you'll find even with that um after a couple of weeks that would also be um uh then turned into really rich nutrient uh, compost um, we do recommend not to plant directly onto the bakashi um, because of the low pH, um, because you could get uh, roots um, um, uh, to, to burn on, on that process. So we always recommend to dig a trench beside it and then obviously then to, to add uh, the amendments on, on, on the side, not directly to the root structure. Okay, right. So really, the, the process here is looking at how people can use food waste more effectively in their garden. And the Bakashi process speeds up the decomposition process and produces different products to just leaving it on a compost heap, for example. If you if you if you put your food waste, if you use a compost heap, it will take a lot longer to decompose than if you use this particular system. Yeah, I think the, the thing is with food waste, um, I mean, the first things, if you had a compost uh, heap, uh, you have to obviously think about the greens and browns, um, the water and the heat in that process. And uh, it's highly recommended not to put uh, cooked meat or cooked food onto that, that process. And that's to do with the microbes and, and how that reaction is going to work. Um, and I think, you know, um, just to make uh, our listeners aware that you can put that bakashid food waste into a compost heap. So if you do have a compost heap already, uh, and then if you then aerate it um, and then put water with it, it would actually accelerate that process. So um, the Bakashi process, um, the effective microorganisms we use, so we use a, a blend of uh, microbes in this process. Some of them people would have heard of, which is things like yeast, um, but we also use phototrophic bacteria um, and uh uh, yeast as a big kind of main structure and lactic acid bacteria or lab as as as, as some of your listeners may know um that blend of microorganisms are what we call facultative they're very similar to what we we do in the soil um so actually um so, you know composting is all about aeration but actually soil doesn't work like that so think about when it rains 
um, the soil is then absorbed, it's all absorbing water. So actually, um, soil also works in an anaerobic as, as well as an aerobic. Now, because the microbes in the Bakashi food waste are facultative, they work in aerobic and anaerobic, it depends what result you get back out. So for composting, it will accelerate this, the temperature very quickly, which means that your green waste will be able to then uh, decompose a lot quicker. Um, but actually, you know, if you want to retain the carbon, you know, which has got, uh, uh, you know, uh, a, a lot more stores for things like nutrients um, and also water, which, you know, we know that's going to be an issue this year. Uh, actually, the best way to do it is really to, to bury it into the soils to retain that carbon that you would normally have in that food waste for then the worms to be able to then process it, then to create stores for water and nutrients for the, uh, for root structure in the future. So help us understand this then for 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 people who perhaps aren't as steeped in the science as 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 yourself, Martin. When waste decays on a compost heap, it releases some of the carbon that was stored up in it, and that goes back into the atmosphere, doesn't it? But with the anaerobic digestion system, actually there's less carbon emissions that come from the decomposition process because it's being stored within a sealed environment. Yeah, so I think we sometimes forget when so composting. If if I go back to kind of my my grandfather and and what I remember is uh, from from composting, you know, I used to have a look at this big compost heap, and you know, he would always say to me, "Oh, look at the steam coming off of it; it's cooking well, and etc." I never really thought about it as a process, but if you break that down into to what's happening with a composting system generally. Um, that emission is water vapor because there's heat. It's just like steam out, out of your kettle, but also carbon dioxide, CO2. Um, and obviously the, the main component for that is carbon. Um, so that's why a compost heap goes from 100 tonnes, if you had 100 tonnes worth of organic content, to sort of 40 to 50 tonnes. Um, and, you know, I, I appreciate that some uh, gardeners out there, and I'm sure it's a very controversial s- subject, is that, well, this is how we've always done it. Yeah, there is, you know, that way. But yeah, especially with food waste, um, you know, we're trying to create a waste into resource. Nature has no waste. <laughs> you know, we forget sometimes that if you look at a forest floor, for example, or a, a rainforest, you know, we always pride ourselves as rainforests for perfect scenario of, a, you know, of nature kind of looking after itself. But actually, that has a mixture of loads of things. So anaerobic, aerobic um, and its own kind of uh, structure. And the problem that you have with all these kind of systems is that, you know, we're trying to create something that we've done as a human and then create a, na- a natural process. But we also got to have to think about, you know, what the impact is on that soil. And I think gardeners will all uh, agree with me is that, you know, sometimes we have a good crop of uh, of product uh, of, of, you know, flowers or, or vegetables, et cetera. And then other years we don't seem to have as, as good a crop. And that is an environmental impact, but also the nutrients we're putting into it. How is the soil actually then processing it? Just like we do. You know, if I eat too much, um, you know, of something, then I know what the output is going to be. Um, you know, I drink too much beer, um, you know, as much as I'd, I'd love to say my body can process it. It's got lots of energy, but the the output is, you know, it, my body can't process it. It's the same with soil. Lovely. Excellent. Well, we're going to talk a bit more about green waste at a later stage. But thank you very much, Martin Richards from Agriton, for telling us a bit about the Bukashi composting system, which has been fascinating and how it can be used for food waste in a domestic setting. 
the best gardening experts from around the globe are here to help you. Watch our YouTube channel. Search online for World Radio Gardening.